Somebody who pulls off his fingernail with his hand or with his teeth. So too, somebody who pulls out some of his hairs with his hand. Or he pulls out the hairs of his mustache or his beard with his hand. And so too, somebody who braids her hair on Shabbat. Or puts on eye makeup on Shabbat. Or parts her hair on Shabbat. Rabbi Yedder is Machayev. Rabbi Yedder is all these Malachim. According to Rabbi Yedder, anybody who does any of these things mentioned in this Mishnah would have done an Isra Minat Torah and would be high to bring a Chatev if he does so for Shogit. While the Chacham hold that these things are Asra but only Mishum Shvut, meaning to say they're only Asra Midr Abbanah Minat Torah, they are Mutter, so therefore there would be no Chiyachatev for doing any of these things. As somebody who pulled off his fingernails with his hand or his teeth or pulled out some of his hairs with his hand is not doing the malacha in the normal way. As if he had done that with a cleat, if he cuts his fingernails or cuts his hair with a utensil, then he would be hired for the malacha of gozes, of shearing. However, when you do it with your hands, it's a shinoi, it's not doing the malacha in the normal way, and therefore, according to the hachamim, it's only asr midorabana, while Rabbi Leander Hall is not considered a shinoi to pull off your fingernails or your hairs with your hands. So therefore, according to Rabbi Leather, you would be hired even if you do it with your hands. And somebody who braids their hair or parts their hair on Shabbat, according to Rabbi Leather, this is a tolda of bona, of building. And the Pasuk says, Be'yibin Hashem Elokim et Hatzela. And Chazal say, we learn out from this Pasuk that HaKadur Baruch Hu braided Chava and brought her to Adah. As in the Krache Ayam, in the city overseas, they call braiding building. So therefore, braiding, according to Rabbi Leather, and also parting the hair, is considered a tolda of bona. And you are high of for doing so on Shabbos, while the Hacham holds. So that's not the normal way of building, and therefore, it's only us and Abana. And putting on eye makeup, according to Rabbi Leander, is also for the Malacha of Tobea, of dying, while according to Hacham, it is only us or Midorabana. Somebody who pulls out a plant for a perforated flower pot, he would be hired for the block of toilet, picking something from the ground on Shabbat. And since the flower pot is perforated, so it takes nourishment from the ground as long as the preparation is at least the size of a small root. In such a case, even if the preparation is on the side of the flower pot, Anything that's planted in the flower pot is considered attached to the ground, and somebody who pulls a plant out of the flower pot would be high for the malacha of toilet. But if the flower pot is not preparated, then it does not take nourishment from the ground, and since it's not considered attached to the ground, somebody who would pull a plant out of the flower pot in such a case would be pata for every shimmin hole. It doesn't make a difference whether the flower pot is preparated or not, or not high if we're pulling a plant out of a flower pot. As according to Rabbi Shimon, something planted in a flower pot, even if the flower pot is preparated, is not considered if it's attached to the ground, and therefore you would not be high to the malacha of Tolish. Somebody who throws an object from a Rishus HaYachit into a Rishus and the object lands in the Rishus or vice versa, he threw an object from the Rishis Rabbin and it landed in a Rishis Yachid. He would be hired for the Malacha of Hutsa. 
And throwing an object is a tolda of hotza. And just like if you carry an object from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah or vice versa, you would be chayyeh. So too, if you throw an object from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah or vice versa, you would be chayyeh for hotza. Now, what is a Rosh Hashanah? And what is regarded as a Rosh Hashanah? So the Bartanura explained that Rosh Hashanah is an area that's at least four tzvachah by four tzvachah, that's surrounded by walls or a fence that's at least ten tzvachim high. And that area would be regarded as a Rosh and even the area above the fence would be regarded as a Rosh since below it is surrounded by a fence that is at least ten tzvachim high, and the Rosh goes all the way up to the sky. And a Rosh is a public area such as a marketplace or a wide road that's at least 16 amos wide. And some say there has to be at least 600,000 people that goes down that road every day in order for it to be regarded as a Shusarab. Now, a Shusarab only goes up to 10 spachim from the ground. Any area above 10 spachim from the ground would no longer be regarded as a Shusarab. Instead, it would be regarded as a Makam Tor. And if something lands above 10 spachim, from the ground of the Rosh Rabbin, you would not be chayev for Hotza, as opposed to Rosh Hashanah, that goes all the way up to the sky. The Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Hashanah, somebody who throws from one Rosh Hashanah, and the object lands in Rosh Hashanah, that's a cross, and there's Rosh Hashanah in the middle. So the object started off on one Rosh Hashanah, and he threw it from the Rosh Hashanah through the air of the Rosh Hashanah, and it landed in a different Rosh Hashanah. According to Rabbi Akiva, you would be higher for Hotzah in this case. And even though the object started off in a Rosh Hashanah, and it also ended up in a Rosh Hashanah, but since it's a Rosh Hashanah in the middle, and it went through the air of the Rosh Hashanah within ten tzvachah from the ground, according to Rabbi Akiva, there's a cloud, Kluta Kamisha Hunachadam. Something that's encompassed in a Rishud is the bit that lands in that Rishud. And that object, when it flew through the air of the Rishud Rab, with it ten stuck up on the ground, it was encompassed in the air of the Rishud Rab. We look at it as if it landed in the Rishud Rab. So therefore, you would be higher for the Malach of Otsah, even though the object ended up in another Rishud Yachid. While the Chacham and Pata, according to the Chacham, we do not say, Kluto Kamisha Hun Chadam. The Chachamim do not hold of this cloud that's something that's encompassed in, their, in a Rashut. It's as if it landed in that Rashut. However, the Chachamim would agree with Rabbi Akiva in such a case that when the object flew through the air of the Rashut Sarab, it was within three tzachim of the ground. In that case, the Chachamim would agree that we would say, and since the object was within three tzachim of the ground of the Rashut Sarab, even though it didn't land in Rashut Sarab, but ended up and a different Rosh Hashanah but you would be hired for Hutzah since the object was so close to the ground of the Rosh Hashanah in that case we would say even according to the Chachamim Kluta Kamisha Hun Chadat